Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about tonight? Well, uh, tonight's topic is the video game character showdown. So who do we have with us tonight? Well, it's the last episode of Josh Month, and it had to end with a showdown. Joshua Van Valkenburg is on the panel. What up, dude? Well, that, that was certainly great for everybody's ears. The Chris Mitchell. Hello. Jason Grade. Greetings. And Dan James. What's up? Uh, so how do the fights work, Mike? Well, uh, each of our panelists has chosen six of their favorite video game characters. We throw in two more chosen by Geek Fight staff to bring it up to 32. We randomly match them up and drop them into tournament-style brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. Uh, everyone casts their vote and gives their reasons. The winner moves on to the next round. This continues until something is crowned best video game character. Now, this is a showdown, so that means the geek logic is a little different. These are all physical fights, but uh, that's really the only rule. You get to decide how the fight goes down. You write it. You choreograph it. The crazier, the better, because in showdowns, more so than any other type of geek fight, uh, some good geek logic can sway votes. So choose your argument wisely. And with that, we will not hear Mike again until the end of the episode, unless he decides to chime in with something crazy. Probably Shit not. Cray. Yeah. Shit cray. Yeah, we're, we're probably not going to hear Mike. Hey, let's start the episode. Let's start the fights. Uh, Josh, this Yo. fight is yours. It is Altair from Assassin's Creed versus Sonic, Sonic the motherfucking hedgehog. All right, so you talk about an actual physical fight. You talk about Altair. Here's what he's got. He's got stealth-ish. He's got the wrist blade. He's got karate of some kind. He's an ass-ass, and if you know what I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog's got lots of moves. Here's how it goes down. Dude sneaking around, doing his stealthy shit, goes to jump on Sonic. He starts spinning. He's just spinning and spinning and spinning. And Altier's like, ah, ah, them porcupine bits. Ah, ah. Then he gets them hedgehog blades all up in his crotch, gets cut right the fucking half. I'm taking that as a win for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, uh, Altair is sweet. I mean, he would, he would try and stab Sonic and Sonic would go, oh no, and he'd do the oh no thing and lose all of his, uh, rings. But then he would grab one ring and he would still be alive because that's all Sonic needs is one ring to rule them all. And, uh, Sonic would actually win that fight. Uh, Chris. I'm, I'm gonna go along with the logic so far. Altair. Has got some moves. He can he can hide in a hay bale and stuff like that. Once Sonic gets spinning and starts going around, he hasn't got a chance. Sonic the Hedgehog for the win. Uh, another vote for Sonic, uh, Jason. 
Uh, well, it would seem to me that Sonic's not really all that great at fighting. He's just really good at running away. So wouldn't he lose this fight by default because he's not actually going to fight? He fights all sorts of dudes. He fucking killed Dr. Robotnik for like the past 30 years. Just fucking stomping on him and pissing uh, on him and coming all over his face. Dr. Robotnik is a cartoon incompetent villain. Yeah, and right. Al- Altair's not. Altair's a professional assassin. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Assassin's Creed. I don't think Altair is crap, but Sonic, I just don't see fighting anything and standing a chance. Uh, vote for Altair and Dan. I don't know. I mean, Sonic does do a lot of fighting, but most of his fighting is just rolling into people and jumping on their heads. I feel like Altair could totally take that from a little blue hedgehog. Oh, I don't know, dude. I just remembered. Fucking Virtual Fighter Mega Mix. You got Sonic in there, and he's a fucking mean-ass son of a bitch in that game. Had some goofy 10-hit combos. So, yeah, in an actual fight, he, he's he got some teabagging hits. That's true. I like Sonic that, John. I'll vote for him. I'll vote for Sonic, and Sonic is moving on. We are on to our next fight. It is Max Payne from, well, Max Payne, Versus HK-47 from Knights of the Old Republic. Um, HK-47 is a badass droid, and he doesn't have a shitty movie. Uh, I think he would make Max Payne watch his own shitty movie, and Max Payne would take his life. Uh, well, take his own life. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for HK-47. Chris? Uh, the way that I see this fight panning out is that there's a, a, a room with some tables and chairs in the way. Max Payne's hiding behind one of them. And then he goes into bullet time and he's diving sideways and HK-47 just runs up and snaps his neck. HK-47. Uh, vote for HK-47. Jason. Uh, yeah, bullet time doesn't save you from the uh, uh, raw processing speed of a uh, killer robot assassin. So, yeah, HK-47. Another vote for HK-47. Dan. I imagine this fight going down just like The Matrix where Max Payne goes and jumps inside of HK-47 and makes him explode. Oh, vote for H... Uh, sorry, Max Payne. Max Payne. Uh, Josh? Alright, so Max Payne um, is a, you know, well-known you know, video game superhero, I guess. I, I guess I'd call him a superhero. But his real power isn't bullet time. That's the player's power. His power as a character is he's too fucking stupid to die. Like, everything he goes up against would all be better if he was just dead. So I think in any kind of fight against any kind of adversity, he's just too fucking stupid to die, so he'd have to win. A vote for Max Payne, but HK-47 takes the win and is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is Laura Croft versus Juliet Starling from uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. I have no idea who Juliet Starling from Lollipop Chainsaw is. I like Lara Croft because she's a beautiful British lady with the big boobies. I'm going to vote for her. Uh, vote for Laura Croft. Uh, Jason? Well, uh, Juliet Starling is a blonde cheerleader with big boobies. Uh, and she has a chainsaw and kills zombies. And I just don't like Laura Croft. So I'm going to go with Juliet Starling. And she's an American. Dan? Yeah, go America. America. 
Laura Croft versus Juliet Starling. This fight would take place inside of a small ring with lots and lots of mud and or jello, and it would be glorious, and everybody would win. However, since there can only be one winner out of these two, uh, I think in that scenario, Juliet Starling would win because it's close combat, and she has a fucking chainsaw. Uh, vote for Juliet Starling. Josh. Well, a lot of people mention the chainsaw. What they don't mention is she has fucking magic powers. Like, fucking straight up stop time, throw a zombie head at an enemy, and watch it explode. So, Laura Croft can be like, I got dual elites! But in reality, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. So that was a vote for who? Juliet Starling. (laughs) A vote for Juliet Starling. Uh, Laura Croft does have have magic powers. Uh, her boobs stay in that exact place the whole time you play the game. They don't move at all. I'm sure in the later versions, and I, I know there's a, a new one coming out soon, that her boobs will move and sway, and they are actually more realistic boobs. But I'm talking about the early uh, 32-bit, like 20 of those 32-bits were just her boobs. Um, yeah, Laura Croft. I'm voting for Laura Croft. I love you, Laura Croft. But Juliet Chainsaw, a newcomer to the video game realm, is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It's me, Mario! Versus Jackie, what is this, Escadado from Darkness. Uh, I never played Darkness, so I think I might have to just give this one to Mario by default. Uh, vote for Mar- uh, Mario, uh, Dan. Mario versus Jackie Estacado. This fight it would take place in Mario's land because he has way too many worlds that he's conquered. Not conquered, but, you know, saved princesses in. And the only time Jackie has any power is when he's in darkness. So the only levels he has power are the dungeon levels. da 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 Therefore... Mario would just have to get a fire flower and, you know, light the place up and then Jackie's done. So, Mario. Another vote for Mario. Josh. Um, I would like to say that Jackie is a trained hitman, so here's how the fight's actually going to go down. You got Mario, he rescued the princess, they're banging the castle, the lights are out, and then fucking through the window crawls the tentacle and goes up in between Mario's gooch, fucking rips his heart out of his asshole. Then he bursts in, just dual wields fucking Peach, just ba 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 ba. And then the fucking little toad guys are coming in, like Jesus Christ! And he has the little darklings tearing them to shreds. And then he takes over the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, vote for Jackie. I don't know that Mario ever actually gets any action from the princess. She always seemed to be like the biggest cock tease in video game history. I don't know, dude. I think they make it pretty clear that he gets some poon at the end of Mario 64. Uh, see, I didn't play 64, so... Yeah, he he get, he get he's getting some tonight. Uh, and he's usually high on mushrooms. As a matter of fact, those mushrooms give him superpowers, and uh, he, he'll eat leaves, and he'll get wings. Like, he, he he's way more powerful than uh, Jackie, whatever his name is, from the comic book Darkness. That became a video game series, The Darkness. And uh, 
As a matter of fact, I think it's a spinoff of Witchblade, or it's in the same universe as Witchblade, but... Same universe, not a spinoff. I, 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 I don't care, because it's, it's Mario, goddammit. Mario is a fucking shit kicker. Uh, he, he takes out his goddamn wrench and hits him in the back of the head and kills him. So, uh, Mario for the win. Uh, and Chris? I'm going to go with Mario too because he probably has got a pharmaceutical for any occasion. He'll have a mushroom that can deal with Jackie Escatado quite easily. And Mario is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Dan, this one is yours. It is Kratos from, uh, oh, God damn it. Why do I not remember the name of the game now? God of War. War. Thank you. God of War versus. God of War. Dang. Oh! Versus Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Now, if this was a fight for who had the better theme song, Sub Zero would win hands down. But it's not. So Kratos is going to kick his ass because Kratos has taken out the God of War, Ares. He's taken out the King of the Gods, you know, Zeus. He has wielded several powers of several different gods. Sub Zero just has a little chain thing that he says, "Get over here," and some karate moves. Uh, that Scorpion that does oh, it uh, is get over here. Sub Zero does Never mind. amazing. So Sub Zero is just just cold all the time, and and Kratos has been through the depths of hell and come back from that. So he he's got some fire burning within him that could easily melt Sub Zero. Uh, vote for Kratos. Josh? Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't enjoy the God of War series, but just because he is one of those characters that's written to be, like, um, unstoppable, I would definitely have to vote for, uh, for Kratos. A vote for Kratos. Yeah, he might have been written to be unstoppable, but, but, but Sub-Zero was actually unstoppable in that fucking game. In several of them, there were unbeatable combos that you would just get fucking stuck in. And it was horrible. If you saw somebody playing with Sub-Zero, there was always a chance that they would do the freeze the ground, slide at you, pop you up in the air, freeze you while you're in the air, shatter you while you're in the air, freeze you again, pop, slide. It was horrible. And I I think Sub-Zero would do just that to Kratos. So I'm going to go with Sub-Zero. Chris? I was going to use the same Sub-Zero argument. He would annoy Kratos to death with that fucking ice slide move over and over again. So another one for Sub-Zero. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Jason. Which one is going to take the win? Mortal Kombat characters tend to save all of their really, really brutal moves for a fatality that requires like 10 button press combos that nobody can ever pull off unless they have the freaking strategy guide memorized. Uh, In the case of Kratos... Those moves are assigned to a single button press. Press circle to be brutal-ass motherfucker. The circle button on the PS3 controller is the fatality button. And he can do that at any time to any enemy. That's Kratos all the way. And Kratos is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid, right? Uh, Versus Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> that was like a not great solid snake by the way I'm just going to go ahead and start with that was an awful voice he did um, but in terms of a fight I mean all these fights are so not great because like it's like a literal immortal in Dante versus solid snake who's a like not great clone he has no tactical advantage other than he's pretty smart and he knows CQC 
which he doesn't even really reveal until, you know, like Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, so, I mean, in terms of, you know, a fight or whatever, you'd basically have Solid Snake be like, oh, God, how do I beat this guy? And then uh, he'd be like, I don't know. And then Dante would go, let's eat pizza, brew. And he'd fucking whip his sword right through his chest. Solid Snake would be dead. And then uh, and then you'd hear the colonel on the little codec thing going, Snake! 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 And that's the end of the fight. Because Snake's dead. <laughs> A vote for Dante. Uh, yeah, they, they are. Uh, see, you got me wanting to vote for Solid Snake. But I really can't. Unless, unless he's wearing the tuxedo suit. Because the tuxedo suit is fucking badass, and you had to play the first game like four times to get the tuxedo suit. Beat it on European Extreme, baby. That's how I unlocked it. That uh, was a fucking nightmare. Uh, yeah, the tuxedo suit is garbage. Like, it did nothing for you other than he's kind of James Bond. It uh, made you look sweet with that headband. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. Why give him the tuxedo and make him keep the headband? <laughs> like, that's that's how James Bond would roll. But, uh, yeah, Dante, Dante... I like how you didn't like, I was like, Devil May Cry! And you, you didn't say anything about my portrayal of Dante. Well, that's because it's accurate. He is a fucking Fruit Loop, especially in the third one. And then again in the fourth one, he's definitely a dork. He's just like, hey, I'm Dante. You have yeah. a pretty cool sword. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and Dante. in the new one, they make him like the fucking a big baby too. He's a, he's a dork, but he's just so god modded that, you know, it's like, he can't be beaten by a mortal guy simply because he's written to be unbeatable okay. by immortal guys. Okay, okay, here's how it happens. Here's how it happens. You're talking about writers. Uh, uh, that's something that Solid Snake can take out. Solid Snake goes into the writing studio of whatever makes Devil May Cry and executes every last one of the writers, killing Dante in the process. Solid Snake takes the win. Uh, Colonel. Chris? The way I see it is, um, is Snake decides that the, the fight needs needs to be played on his level. So he hides in a box and starts creeping around in the box. And Dante just comes up and stabs the box with a sword. Fight over. Dante takes the win. A vote for Dante. Uh, Jason. I need to get in the box. I, I really like your logic there, Damon, about how Snake just infiltrates like the developer's studio and kills all of them, and then like maybe has Otacon hack into the computer and like give Dante some fatal flaw that Snake can, you know, just fire like a stinger missile at him like ten times and he dies. Uh, but the way this fight ends up going down is that after about two minutes of Snake running around, he gets a codec call from the colonel and he crouches down behind a corner and is like, Colonel, what do I do? And then Dante just, like, stares at him for a few minutes while Snake has this long dialogue with the colonel and then just walks up and slits his throat. And then the colonel's all like, Snake! Snake! And it's fight over. Because, yeah, that's that might fly against some stupid, like, NPC boss who's just going to stand there and wait for Snake to finish his five-minute dialogue with the colonel. But no player character's ever going to fall for that crap. Well, it's like, it's the nanomachines. So he's not actually, like, having that convo. It's, like, instantaneous when he ducks down. That's, like, not in real time. Anyway. No, like, there. it's a real-time conversation. You play any of the games after Metal Gear Solid 1, and you can, like, watch their heads move and them talk and them looking around, and you can hear things going on in the background. It's happening in real time. No, that's nanomachines, man. A vote for Dante <laughs> and Dan. <laughs> You know, Damon, you almost had me convinced, but then Chris came back with his 
argument. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Dante stabbing through the box. <laughs> Get in the box. But you guys were doing such good solid snakes that I want Correct. solid snake to go on again. <laughs> but Dante, you invoke DM discretion and make snake move on anyway? No, I never do that. Uh, Dante is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. It is Pac-Man versus the uh, War Mage from Orcs Must Die. Uh, it's fucking Pac-Man. Uh, he eats his power pellet, and it's over against anybody. I don't care. He 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 he's power modded for that thing. When he gets that power pellet, the Orc Mage would turn blue, and then he would eat him, and he would die. So I'm going to go Pac-Man. Uh, Chris. Just to check on something, um, the war mage can move diagonally, I take it. Oh, yeah. Uh, then he, then he wins. He just stands diagonally away from Pac-Man and hits him, because Pac-Man can only go up and down, left and right. Not good in a fight. War mage. Vote <laughs> for the war mage. Uh, Jason? Yeah, Pac-Man's gotta find that power pellet first, and, uh, I don't think anybody's ever gonna let him get to it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Another vote for the war mage. Uh, Dan? Last I checked, the War Mage isn't a little white circle or a blue ghost, so definitely he's going to win. Another vote for the War Mage. And Yashua! You know what they say? These Pac-Man must die. War Mage for the win. And the War Mage is moving on. We're on to our next fight. It's the first unknown fight of the evening. Or afternoon, or whenever it is for you. Don't watch it, it. It is Link from Legend of Zelda versus Karen's pick, which is the prince from what is this? Katamare? Is that how you say that? Katamare. <laughs> Chris? Uh, Link, I guess. Because he's like got swords and stuff. I don't know. Link. Uh, vote for Link. Uh, Jason. Okay, so just to be clear, this is the prince from Katamari, the little dude who does the rolling and not the king of all cosmos, the guy who gives the orders? Yes, the prince. Okay, uh, yeah, then, uh, definitely Link. No one's saying why. Uh, Dan. I'll say why. Because Link is a lot bigger than the prince, and the prince would have to roll around for probably, like, five minutes to get up the ball big enough to actually roll up Link. So what's Link doing for those five minutes? Definitely not just sitting around. He's going to be throwing bombs or boomerangs or just fucking walking up and poking him in the eye with a sword. Yeah, besides, the the Katamari's just going to be rolling up this ball, and then Link's just going to come up and hit it and get a butt-ton of rupees out of it and then use those to buy some new (laughs) upgrade that's going to make him even stronger so he can hit the guy even harder, and then it just cycles out of control from there in Link's favor. Another vote for Link. Josh? I'm going to go ahead and give you a three-letter answer. Nah. Here's what really happens. You got Link. He's a little little babbins, and he's running around trying to trying to pluck them chickens so he can jump over the thing to get the fucking heart piece. And then you see this fucking dude coming down the mountain, big old ball of rocks and molten lava, and fucking that big whale monster in the lava level. And guess fucking what? He's gotcha. He's tearing up the town. House of Skulltula? It's fucked. It's in the ball. The ball's bigger than Hyrule itself. And no one is escaping. Not Ganon. 
Not Zelda. Not the fucking horse. They're all rolled up, and they're going to get shot right into the sun. Fuck them all. A vote for the prince. And yes, I will very briefly vote for the prince too, but Link is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Cubert from Cubert versus Gandhi from Civilization. Gandhi has nukes, and he's not afraid to use them. Gandhi. <laughs> Dan? Uh, yeah, Gandhi actually scares the crap out of me whenever I play Civilization, so definitely Gandhi. Josh? Um, yeah, I mean, Gandhi is kind of shitty as a, as a tactician, but I mean, if you, if you want to beat Gandhi as Cubert, here's what you do. You, you fucking build up your sciences, and then you just fucking, you Cubert the shit out of him. Whatever that means. Oh, vote for Cubert. Uh, as far as I know, even though I have played uh, several rounds of uh, Civilization, Gandhi is still technically a uh, pacifist. <laughs> no, not in not in. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. He's 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 the exact opposite of a pacifist in Civilization. Yeah, this isn't Gandhi in real life. This is Gandhi from Civilization, which is which is a horrible warmonger. But uh, Cubert can jump up that those 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 pyramids. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to jump up a pyramid and uh, tie it up and send it to Chris Mitchell. Who takes the win? The first thing that I do whenever I start a new game on Civil or get a new Civilization game is I choose to be Gandhi and I blow shit up. And that's exactly what Gandhi would do in this fight. He would tool himself up while Cuba's busy going up and down in like diagonals up and down the pyramid and stuff like that. Gandhi's leveling everything up. He's building everything he can. He's getting them nukes and he's dropping them on Cubert's head. Gandhi. Leave it to the British guy. That British guilt for what they did to the Indian folk. Yeah, no, yeah. No guilt. No guilt at all. Wrong Indians. It's the die. Hi, how are you? He's just mad because Gandhi beat him in real life. Oh, Gandhi. Sorry. Takes the win. And we are on to our next fight. Uh, Dan, this one is yours. It is Duke Nukem versus Nico Bellic from, uh, what is this, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Well, these are games that I don't play often. Uh, however, this is how I see the fight going down. Nico really doesn't stand a chance unless he cheats and calls in some tanks to airdrop in, in which case he almost has a fighting chance as long as he gets the tank before Duke Nukem blows him to bits, and as long as Duke Nukem doesn't actually blow the tank to bits as well. So definitely Duke Nukem. A vote for Duke Nukem. Josh. You know, as as the Duke says, it's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. I thought you would, like, go crazy, because, you know, I remember you waiting for, like, two and a half years for fucking Duke Nukem Forever. Guess again, faggot! It was, like, ten and a half years, and I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was, you know, it was cathartic to play Duke Nukem Forever. I mean, in a, in a, in a fight between these two, it's th no fucking chance! One's a silly Yugo that fucking can't even shoot a TMP accurately. The other guy has hit scan. He's going to be fucking just 
with the fucking Devastator. That's like 90 rockets in the span of three seconds. Fucking Bellic is fucked, and he can go back to Yugoslavia and suck his dick and fuck him. <laughs> All right. That's more of what I was expecting from Duke Nukem. Hail to the king, baby. Uh, yeah. Your ass, your face, what's the difference? I, I don't care. Nobody messes with my meat. I, I, I don't care about anybody from Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Let God sort him out. I, I, the only thing I ever did in Grand Theft Auto was uh, get all, do the weapon code and then start shooting and killing people in the middle of the street and then try and get the military on me. That was, that was That's all I've ever done trying to play Grand Theft Auto. I've never cared about that game. And that's what uh, would happen here, but the military would call in Duke Nukem and Duke would nuke the shit out of uh, Nico. So uh, a vote for Duke Nukem for me. Chris? I'd, I'd love to vote for, for Nico. Um but he's going to be severely overmatched by Duke Nukem. Um, the, the biggest gun that Nico could get is the smallest gun that Duke Nukem could get his hands on. So Duke is going to blow his ass up. And Jason, is it a clean sweep? Uh, well, uh, it should be, but it's not going to be because uh, Duke Nukem is probably just going to get distracted by Laura Croft and Juliet Starling uh, mud wrestling in the other room, and then Nico Bellic runs him over with a car. There we go. A vote for Nico Bellic. But Duke Nukem is forever moving on. And we're on to our next fight. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> this one is yours. <laughs> it, it is the uh, Roman Centurion from Altered Beast versus GLaDOS from Portal. Um, You know, this one's actually easy because... Even if GLaDOS did manage to kill the altered beast, the titular altered beast once or twice, Zeus is going to say, never give up and send him back on in until he wins. Cause that's what happens when the altered beast, you know, gets an effect. He just fucking never gives up. And, uh, you know, you know what they say? They say, rise from your grave. They don't say the cake is a lie because that shit ain't fucking funny. Rise from your grave. That's yeah. actually my ringtone right now. You want to hear that real quick? I got no, a speed. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm totally voting for the guy who could turn into a wolf. The golden beast is his true form. Is that his true form? <laughs> what is yeah. it? It's a wolf, like a hawk, a bear. Like he turns a dragon. A dragon. Thank you. Yeah, I'm voting for the Centurion because he's fucking B.A. Fuck you, GLaDOS. Chris? Never give up. I think GLaDOS would do its best to do some how kind of shit on the, the Altered Beast. But like I say, when you've got um, extra lives, push start to continue, and you're 16-bit, the world is your oyster. So, Roman Centurion. Jason? Uh, the Roman Centurion doesn't have a portal gun. I don't think he ever even gets to GLaDOS, so it doesn't matter how many extra lives he has. Uh, GLaDOS is just going to keep sending mass-manufactured, uh, sentry guns at him until he gives up and leaves the arcade. Uh, vote for GLaDOS. And Dan? Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it, too. Uh, yeah, he might not ever die completely. 
Zeus will just send him back out. But but where's he going to go if he can't get out of the room? Oh, he can get out of the room. He can fly. He's the altered beast. And the altered beast is moving on. I'm sorry, GLaDOS. I guess you are angry. Uh, I guess. See, did you catch that? It was part of that song. Uh, we're on to our next fight. It is James Earl Cash from Manhunt versus Donkey Kong. Now, I could say something horrible about them both being gorillas, but I won't. Uh, Manhunt, uh, god damn it. That game was fucking horrible and brutal and unnecessary. Uh, but it was fun. But Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong's a fucking gigantic gorilla. He's bigger than any other gorilla that you ever face. I I think he rips James Earl Cash in half. I'm going to go Donkey Kong. Uh, Chris? Yeah, I think um, Cash scavenges around and and gets some weapons and he'd really tool himself up to the eyeballs and then Donkey Kong would just pummel him into the ground by hitting him on the top of the head and then throw some barrels at him and shit like that. So Donkey Kong. Uh, vote for Donkey Kong. Jason. Uh, does uh, Cash have access to guns in this game? I don't think. He, he's just got, like, garrote wire and, like, knives and crap like that, right? No, you get guns. Because later you... Well, you, I mean, you can get guns, but that takes away from the, the, the viscerality of the experience in that um, you're, you're no longer um, connected to what you're killing. You can kill from a distance as opposed to actually having to think and plan and really... Dig into the to the to the murder and understand what you're doing. Um, so I mean, he he does get guns, assault rifles, um, handguns. Uh, I think you can even get an explosive for one boss fight. But um, I mean, it's uh, it's all depends on your playstyle. So uh, well, as much as I'd like to say that Donkey Kong probably just throws a flaming barrel at Cash and kills him, uh, I think he doesn't even get a chance because Cash just sneaks up on him while he's sleeping without Donkey Kong ever even knowing he's there and, like, slits his throat. So, because that's the style of game that that was. Uh, vote for James Earl Cash. Dan. Donkey Kong. Two words. Donkey Kong. Uh, Josh. See, I still don't see Donkey Kong winning because he's kind of a puss in Donkey Kong Country, and he's definitely a puss in regular Donkey Kong. Fucking Mario beats him, and that dude's out of shape as shit. Fucking all, all Cash would have to do. Here's how it works: Donkey Kong kidnaps that fucking bitch. He's up at the top. He's hucking barrels. Fucking Cash grabs that hammer, and then he fucking sneaks up behind him. So he's only throwing the barrels one way. Fucking charges that bitch up to get the red execution. Fucking just bashing him on the top of the head with the fucking hammer until he falls over. Then he just smashes his hands and stabs the broken handle right into his goddamn eyeball. Then he flips him off the edge. And then fucking the director's like, Cash, show me some more! So then he fucking picks up one of the barrels, fucking just jams it over the chick. Fucking kicks her down the thing and she barrel rolls all the way down to the bottom. Hits that barrel at the bottom of the first level, fucking catches on fire, and then you get like a like a S rating for the Donkey Kong level. Yeah, even Mario's able to beat Donkey Kong, and Mario didn't even need a mushroom or a fire flower or a superstar to do it. It was just regular fat ass out of shape plumber Mario. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A fucking trained killer could easily handle what a fucking out of shape jabroni could handle. All right, I'm changing my vote. Uh, I like your description there, Josh. Cash is moving on into the next round. 
We are on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is Leon Kennedy from one of the Resident Evils versus Pyramid Head, also from Resident Evil. No! Or from whatever. Uh, Silent Hill, sorry. Uh, I, uh, 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 Silent, Silent Hill scares the living shit out of me. Resident Evil doesn't really scare the living shit out of me. And Pyramid Head is just fucking freaky. So I think I'm going to have to vote for Pyramid Head. Uh, vote for Pyramid Head. Jason, you asked for this fight to be this way. Why? Yes. Yes. Here's how this fight goes down. So Pyramid Head enters the room slowly and deliberately dragging his great knife. And uh, Leon's immediate reaction is going to be, oh, this thing is slow and cumbersome, and I'm totally going to carve it up like a Thanksgiving turkey. But then he's going to start shooting it with his gun and find out that, unlike the idiotic bosses in a Resident Evil game, Pyramid Head doesn't have a glowing red weak spot that you shoot in order to kill it. So he gets frustrated, runs up, starts slap, uh, slicing him up with a knife, or trying to, uh, and then Pyramid Head just cuts him in half with the greatsword. So, I mean, it's Pyramid Head all the way, because Resident Evil characters are, like, dumb a vote for Pyramid Head. Dan. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Pyramid Head's definitely going to dominate this one. Josh? I don't know, because Pyramid Head's a physical manis- mani- manifestation of like um, your own psyche and things like that. And I think a dude who killed the president, once he gets turned into a zombie, is going to have no qualms about dealing with his own mental issues. So how it's going to go is he's going to see that shit, run away, get some counseling, find out it was a dog the whole time, and then get the fuck out of Silent Hill. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be a physical manifestation. So it's always going to or a physical manifestation of a delusion. So it's always going to be harder than you can possibly than the character or the player can possibly imagine. And the only way to kill Pyramid Head is for Pyramid Head to kill himself. And that's what would happen because he He'd see that pooch with the headset on and go, it was you the whole time. A vote for Leon Kennedy. Um, Leon Scott Kennedy. Is his middle name Scott? Yes. Yes, it is. Why do you know that? I played Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 2. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Pyramid Head just looks cooler, and I think it would be pretty sweet watching him slice him right in half, and not through the middle. Like, like through the top of his head all the way down to his asshole, like that kind of slice him in half. Oh yeah, that's the way he does it. Yeah, that, that's that's the kind of I want to see. And uh, Pyramid Head is moving on. We're on to our next fight, Jason. This one is yours. It is Batman from Arkham City versus Point Man from Fear. Uh, Batman's pretty badass, but I don't consider Batman a video game character. He's a comic book character, so I give this one to Point Man by default. Uh, vote, vote for Point Man. Uh, Dan? Uh, I, I see that point, but there are plenty of Batman video games, even if he was a comic book character first. I, I think Batman's gonna win because he has a superpower of Batman always wins. Uh, vote for Batman. Josh? Sounds like someone's never played fucking Batman for the Game Gear. That shit was an atrocity, and you couldn't win because it sucks so much dick. I had Point Batman Man. Forever for the Super Nintendo. Oh, Lord! Second level. Yeah, that no. game was fucking impossible. Yeah, no see? what console you had it on. Batman doesn't win by default because he sucks a dick. Fucking Point Man would be like, slow down, fucking just do the bicycle kick, and he'd be like, ah, 
oh, Batman forever. And then he, that'd be it. Point man. A vote for point man. See, but luckily we aren't talking about the one from Batman forever or Batman or Batman two or even Batman, uh, Arkham Asylum. We're talking Batman Arkham City who starts out the game scaling the wall in loafers. That's right. As Bruce Wayne, he scales the wall in loafers. Uh, he's quite badass in this game. Unfortunately, I don't know who Point Man is, but I do know who Batman is. And I think Batman would uh, make it a point to kick his ass. See, look at his puns. Well, well, hold on, hold on. All these other video game characters, we're looking at the video game character from the entire history of the franchise and all the incarnations okay, thereof. How come Batman all of a sudden gets to be just the one incarnation from the one game that he happens to, well, one of two games that he one happens of two to be good games. in? I'll, 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 I'll it go has with, the name in parentheses. I will go with well, the Well, that's kind of bullshit. Thing. I'll go with the franchise then of Arkham franchise. Both games, he's quite badass. I, I, had I just put Batman on here, because we're also not talking about Lego Batman, which is fucking badass. Nah. But, but how many shitty Batman games has have there been? I mean, there was like Tons. the one on the NES that was good, but most Batman games have been shit and made Batman look like a total pussy. That's so. fine. So have most Mario games. So have most, uh, almost all of these characters have had bad games. It's fine. We're talking about Arkham City Batman. Arkham City Batman is a badass, and it's all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one takes the win? The only Batman games that I've played are Lego Batman and the Arkham Batmans. And the Batman that's in the Arkham games is my favorite Batman. I love that Batman. He is a badass. I'm going to vote for him because he gets so incredibly tooled up by the time you finish the game that you can annihilate pretty much anybody. So. Batman. And Batman from Arkham City is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Dan, this one is yours. It is Kirby from the whole Kirby franchise versus, uh, what is this, Manny Calveras from Grim Fandango. So, Kirby, I don't have a lot of experience with, apart from Super Smash Brothers. So, the way I see this fight going is Kirby sucks up Manny and tries to steal his powers, and then you see the scythe from Manny Calaveras poke through his head and just kind of slice him in half. A vote for Manny. Josh? Um, I would have to vote for uh, Kirby. Here's how it's going down. He's fucking... He's rocking the fucking... The, the avalanche thing, and he's got all the shit piled up. Gets a 10-piece combo, crushes Grim Fandango under a bunch of blobs. Uh, vote for Kirby. Yeah, fucking Kirby would eat him. I don't care. Oh, He'd he eat his pussy all night, baby. Oh, yeah. I don't think the dude has a pussy. He'd munch that box. Uh, but he'd munch that dude, and, and the gun coming out of him would be the powers that he stole from the guy that he ate and then shit out, because he would shit him back out. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Kirby. Uh, Chris? See, it's it's a more difficult fight than you think because Manny's already dead. He is, he is death, basically. A grim reaper. But I think <sighs> Kirby can eat anything. He, he'll eat Manny. Manny will probably still be alive in there and running around and doing what he can to get out. But I think Kirby will just keep digesting him forever. Kirby wins. Another vote for Kirby and Jason. 
I don't. I didn't ever play Grim Fandango, but yeah, I know that this character is supposed to be like the Grim Reaper. So does that mean that like anything he touches just dies? Yes, no, no. He's he's oh, more no. like he's more like the ferryman, basically. Oh, oh, okay. Well, in that case, Kirby. And Kirby takes the win, and we are at the last fight of the first round. Pretty quick first round. Josh, this one is yours. It is yes. Galen Merrick, who I had to look up. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Uh, it's the dude from Force Unleashed who is overpowered versus Jared's pick, which is Claude from Grand Theft Auto 3, which is the main character. Wait, so this guy is the Starkiller dude? Yeah, Starkiller. Oh, I had no idea what his name was. Yeah, neither did I, but it's Starkiller uh, versus uh, Claude from GTA 3. Josh? Uh, Claude's speed is pretty sweet in that um, he's he's um, the most um, generic of the Grand Theft Auto guys, and I guess in that you could take away that he's the the most detached of the Grand Theft Auto guys. Um, but fucking Starkiller is a piece of shit, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, he just fucking sucks. I don't I, in a, in a fight, you know, I mean, he, he has all the powers. What, what powers does he have? All of them. Know what power he doesn't have? Doesn't have God mode. Claude does. Not really. Fuck it. Starkiller. I like how you're like, ah, oh, I want to vote for Claude, but Starkiller is way too powerful. I mean, there's like people on this list I could definitely beat him because he's like in cutscenes, he's a super big bitch and <laughs> stuff. But I mean, just it like Claude Speed can't even fucking swim. So oh, that's right, he can't swim. Dude can't that. even touch the beach, bitch. <laughs> I forgot about that. And and and, and uh, Starkiller is the guy from. Uh, the American version of being human. Isn't, isn't that the same guy? Isn't that the actor that... Uh, Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. They, they modeled him after. Like, oh, look at him. And yeah, he carries two lightsabers. He can use force lightning. He can force choke. He can force all kinds of stuff. But does he need to sleep? Because if he needs to sleep... No, he doesn't need to sleep. He took on Darth Vader and the Emperor at the same time. I don't know how I could vote... I can't figure out a way a guy that uses guns and a car can can beat a, a guy who can take on Darth Vader and the Emperor at the same time and walk away from it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Starkiller, also known as Galen Merrick. Uh, Chris? I, I think that Claude would, would try and put up a reasonably good fight in this. He would probably use a couple of cheat codes and get himself a tank and a, a rocket launcher and Tool himself up to the eyeballs, and then Starkiller would drop a Star Destroyer on him from the sky. Boom! And Starkiller would win. I forgot he did that! Another vote for Starkiller, uh, Jason. Except that then Claude just presses the triangle button and hijacks the Star Destroyer and nukes Starkiller from orbit. That is a very good point. I am changing my vote. I forget! I forget he has yeah, that you, one in Grand Theft Auto Three. You could hijack any freaking vehicle that you come across. So, yeah, just whatever the Star Killer throws at him, he just hijacks it. He hijacks the fucking Death Star and blows up the planet. I mean, he's the player character. He can't die. All right, it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dan. Which one is moving into the next round? 
Claude might hijack the Death Star if you time it just right. But but then Starkiller's just going to bring it down again before it has time to charge up and shoot the planet. Much less, it, you know, it'd have to be facing the right way for it, it to actually hit the planet. So odds are very small that Claude's actually going to be able to get a shot off that's going to actually do anything. All right, then. Starkiller, Galen Merrick, takes the win. Yeah, I guess uh, Starkiller could always just, like, drop the Star Destroyer into the ocean, and then, yeah, Claude doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, because he can't swim. He can't swim. Uh, Galen Merrick is moving on, and we will be back right after this vagina monologue. It's break time. Maybe I need to use the bathroom or something. Yeah, I just gotta get some water. I'll be back. <laughs> I said vagina monologue. I wonder if Mike's gonna put that in there. Cause he, he, no, he's not listening right now. Are you, Mike? Yes, I am. Oh, really? You, you heard me say vagina monologue? I heard you say vagina monologue. I will probably not put a vagina monologue in there. We've created a map of vagina-friendly cities. Welcome, Victoria. They are wild for vaginas in Pittsburgh. In fact, a woman from Pittsburgh was... I like to call it... Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry. A woman from Pittsburgh was obsessed about a particular word, a pejorative word, <laughs> a pejorative word used to describe the vagina. I like to call it cunt! Cunt! <laughs> I reclaimed it! Cunt! <laughs> oh, I really like it! Cunt! <laughs> I mean, listen to it. C U N T C C. Cavern, cackle, clit. C. Close, close, inside, inside. Oh, then you, then C U. Curvy, inviting, shark skin. U. Uniform, under, up, urge. You, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, oh, then N and C-U-N, snug letters fitting perfectly together, perfectly, C-U-N, C-U-N, N, 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 uh, next, uh, now, uh, next, uh, nice, 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 uh, always depth, always round in uppercase, C-U-N, C-U-N, N, 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 a jagged, wicked electrical rose, and like C-U-N! No, 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 sorry, 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 more like a, more like a, like a soft end, like a warm end, like see you end, see you end. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And, oh, and then T, then sharp, certain, tiny T. Oh, T, uh, texture, take, tense, tight, tensing, taste, tendrils, time, tactile. Tell me, cunt. I'm not going to say cunt. You say cunt. Oh, no. I am not going to say cunt. You say cunt. Oh, somebody has to say cunt. 
somebody has to say cunt. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to say cunt. Okay, hold up your hand if you want to say cunt. Okay, say it, ladies. Yeah. Oh, God, what about over here? Who wants to say cunt? This guy in the front. <laughs> What? <laughs> From your cunt. Cunt! Okay. Oh, I have an idea. Okay. This whole section right here. This whole. On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Cunt! We're moving the whole section over here. On the count of three. One, two, three. Cunt! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Down the middle. Are you ready? Count of three. One, two, three. That hurt my cunt. Okay. Don't think I forgot about you, Balcony. You think you got shitty seats? I'm sorry. You have the best seats in the house. This lady down here, she doesn't know I'm a spitter. Okay. On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now all together, the whole theater. We're gonna chant cunt. We're gonna keep chanting it and chanting it. We're gonna say it so loud that Hudson Mac at the HL news desk. Yeah. He looks up from his papers and he says, What the cunt was that? Okay? Okay? Okay. Right? Chanting! Cunt! Cunt! Live on a special mission at C2E2. Investigate all Geek Fights live shows, meetups, and hangouts. Your mission will be to rendezvous with your favorite Geek Fights hosts. Damon Shaw, Hesscraft, Brian Townsend. Most talented, most handsome, guest panelist, Alan. And what Geek Fights live event could be complete without the shark? Like our tease, bitches! For further intelligence, monitor all Geek Fights episodes. Imperative information can also be found at geekfights.net and c2e2.com. We'll see you in Chicago at this year's C2E2.
This is Roman Medician. Uh, you are listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every single week. Coming at you with Geek Fights, trademark Geek Cred. Well, it's not Geek Fights, it's Jared Formby's trademark Geek Cred. But, uh, let's see, let's go to you, Jason. It's been forever and a day since you've been on. Uh, what is your Geek Cred? Uh, well, I've been a gamer for pretty much my entire life, a uh, huge Trekkie into comic books. Uh, I'm currently working as a software engineer, so, you know, I got that going for me. Uh, currently operating my own blog, uh, megabearspan.net, so I'm also kind of a sports geek, which is, you know, was really awkward in high school. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, worked at Star Trek The Experience with you. Pretty, uh... Pretty geeky, I like to think anyway. Wait, we worked together? Didn't we? Yeah, we did. I was I was just messing around. <laughs> that, that was you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um the Chris Mitchell. What is your geek cred other than you just being British? Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else I need to say? Uh, no. I play I play video games and I say things on the internet. That that works out. Where do you say things? <clears throat> On Chris Reed's. And? And what are you looking for here? Some of the other podcasts you've been on recently. Oh, yes, it. yes. I've been just, I've just, uh, the, the Friday before we're recording this, I was on the 10 Forward podcast talking about Star Trek. Uh, uh, that's quite good. I'm sure we'll put a link up or something like that on the feed, and you can listen to me blather on about Star Trek for a while. There we go. Uh, let's go to you, the Dan Janes. Yeah, as we're doing this, I'm sitting, Skyping through my PC desktop computer while browsing on my Mac lap, laptop. So, yeah, nerdy. That is... Geek Red. You own a Mac. What a nerd. And uh, Mr. Joshua Van Veezy. Geek Cred includes all sorts of shit. You want to know about it? Look me up on the on the wiki, because I'm about to have a quickie, if you know what I mean. Is Chrissy in the room with you? Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. Well, let's jump back into the fighting. Uh, Damon, that's me. This one is yours. It is Sonic versus HK-47. Um, as long as Sonic has a ring, he can win. HK-47 is just a robot. Mind you, he's probably just a robot that has a small animal inside of it. So Sonic runs up, jumps over his head, hits him on the head with his butt, and then HK-47 explodes into, like, 30 bunnies. So I'm going to go with Sonic. Uh, Chris? See, I, I was I was all for HK-47 until you started speaking then. Because you're right. Sonic the Hedgehog has made a living for the past 30 years. I don't know, 20, 30 years by destroying robots. Uh, that's what he does best. So I think he does bop HK-47 on the head and takes the win. Uh, vote for Sonic. Jason? Yeah, Sonic, uh, even though he runs away from a lot of things and that's sort of his uh, specialty, he does have a knack for smashing robots to little tiny pieces and turning them into fluffy, cute animals. So, Sonic. 
Another vote for Sonic. Damn, I think you single-handedly gave this one to Sonic with your opening argument. <laughs> Damn you! Uh, Dan? Yeah, um, all Sonic does ever is take out robots. So, another vote for Sonic. Josh, is it a clean sweep? Oh, let's get risky. Yeah, we'll sweep it clean. Too bad, so sad, HK47. Now we don't get to hear you uh, quip about how you would like to kill your your master. Yeah, bitch, you go went down to Sonic the Hedgehog. And we're... <laughs> Huge Cox 47, that's what it stands for. Oh, Cox is spelled with a C. But was HK-47 that same robot that shows up for like two frames in The Empire Strikes Back? No, that's that uh, IG-88. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the one that hangs out with Dash Rendar? Uh, IG-88? Yes. Yeah, that's in Shadows of the Empire, yeah. Oh, okay. He's a bitch in that game. But, <laughs> on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is Juliet Starling versus Mario. I think I, I'm I'm going to have to sway towards Mario again because anyone who can eat a mushroom and become supersized is always going to have a damn good chance of winning a fight. So I'm going to go with Mario. A vote for Mario, Jason. Well, I did play uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, and there is a level in which she is under the influence of mushrooms and then kicks even more ass. So. Uh, the mushroom thing kind of ends up being a wash, and Juliet still has the chainsaw. So, Juliet. A vote for Juliet Starling. Dan. I think Mario would play this one smooth. You know, he'd, he'd be like, okay, I've been chasing this princess for far too long. I need to, I need to settle down. And, you know, he and Juliet would get together and do some shrooms and both be all hyped up and shit and he would fuck the hell out of her and after she goes to sleep he'd just snap her neck <laughs> when did Mario become such a cold blooded douchebag jeez uh he was never mind I'm not gonna say something horrible there uh Josh um yeah I don't I don't know about the whole, he gets supersized with, like, the mushrooms. If you played Smash Brothers, he's fucking squat as shit, man. He's not tall. So even if he's big, like, fucking look at his sprite compared to the princess in the first game. Even when you got that shit, she's still taller. Dude's teeny, doesn't have shit on anybody. Got a got, he's got micro penis going on. He, he ain't hung and he ain't young. We're going all out and he's, he's, he's dead. And he ain't getting head. So, there you go. A vote for Juliet Starling. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Juliet is blonde, right? Yes. yes. Mario has a thing for blondes, doesn't he? As a matter of fact, blondes have a thing for short Italian men that are also fat and, and, ha- and can handle pipe. They're very good at laying pipe. And uh, Mario is that. Mario's good at handling a laying pipe. And I think he would run a train on Juliet with his brother and they'd fuck her to death. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to go there. I do that almost every time. Every time there's one of these, somebody gets raped to death. My bad. But Ju- hey, but it's not rape because uh, Juliet was totally consenting unless you count all the mushrooms that Mario gave her. 
But Mario does take the win. Mario is into the next round. And we are on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Kratos versus Dante. Ah, damn it. Uh, shoot. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're both like badass god killers. I mean, just wow. Um, I, I guess I kind of have to give this one to Dante just due to a simple range advantage because he's got guns and Kratos just has those things that are like attached to chains and like a bow and arrow. So I, I got to go with Dante. A uh, vote for Dante. Dan. And Dante can actually fly and Kratos can only glide. <laughs> Dan? Now, I've played this fight over and over and over again on PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and pretty much always ends with Kratos kicking Dante's ass, especially when I'm playing Dante. So, I'm going to go with Kratos. Ah, Kratos wins on account of you sucking at (laughs) All-Stars? Uh, no. Just just sucking at being Dante. A vote for Kratos. Josh? I'm going to have to give it to my main American Dante uh, because he is he's off the chains he's got he's got them nunchuck shotties he's got them fists of fury he's got he's got the the sword of Sparta and he ain't he ain't here to fuck unless your name is Buck he's a bad boy and he's got all the toys so he's gonna kick Kratos's butt and then he's gonna lick Kratos's butt you better watch out because he's going to shout. See, that's the thing. Kratos is down to fuck. He, he, that, that's one of the, the fun mini games that you get to play <laughs> when you play, uh, uh, what is it, God of War. You get to, like, bang broads, and Dante never does that. Um, oh, he uh, totally does. He bangs I, that chick that looks like his mom. Yeah, he's got, a, he's like, Dante's like James Bond. He's got a new chick in every game. I, I know, but I, I just love the statement, he bangs that chick that looks like him, like his mom. Well, she was like a clone. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true too. Total Oedipus complex. <laughs> that's, that's even creepier. But what I see going down, but let's take that chick that looks like his mom. Uh, Kratos is banging that chick that looks like his mom, and then and then Dante comes in to kill him. But then he's like standing off in the corner and watching it, and he starts stroking, and then he like moves in to lick Kratos's ass, just like you said. And then uh, Kratos is like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he turns around, and he just chops off Dante's demon head, and then goes back to fucking the uh, chick that looks like uh, Dante's mom. Ah, so. so Kratos wins on account of being a homophobe. Not really a homophobe. He just doesn't like people licking his asshole. He's like, what the fuck? And he just turned around and cut. Like, if it had been a woman, he'd have cut her head off, too. It was, you know, that's a vulnerable position. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it was just because it was a dude. No, no. It had nothing to do with the, 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 the gender of the person licking. It was the surprise of somebody's tongue in his asshole. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty surprising. It is. It is. Uh, and Kratos takes the win for me. It is all tied up. This is total projection on your part, isn't it, Damon? No, not really. I'm not I don't have a problem with the tongue of my asshole. Uh Chris, it's all tied up. It comes down to you. All this tongue in asshole talk has thrown my train of thought completely. Uh, uh I think Dante's probably got a better tool set. And if he does like, you know, if he does bang a chick that looks like his mum, he's probably pretty much a motherfucker. So, Dante. And Dante 
takes the win. And we are on to our next fight. Dan, this one is yours. It is the War Mage from Orcs Must Die versus Link from Legend of Zelda. I I feel like the War Mage would put up a strong fight, use all his magic and shit, and then blast Link all to hell. Link would be lying there, broken and bleeding, and then his little fairy would come up and revive him as the War Mage is walking away. And Link would boomerang his ass and then fucking stab him through the heart. So a vote for Link. Josh. Nah, see, here's what's really going to happen. Fucking, you got Link, he's riding his little pony, and he's, like, riding up through the fucking traps, gets stuck in the tar, says, what the fuck is this shit? And then the big clobberer comes through the fucking ceiling and smashes him backwards, and now he's stuck back in the tar, and he goes, oh, you motherfuckers. And then the war mage hits the fucking trinket that turns all that shit back on, so he gets stuck. And then guess what happens? War mage turns his ass to stone, fucking chips him away into nothing and he's dead but guess what link's coming back in a hundred years because that's the official canon fucking guy doesn't die he just comes back to die again because he's a puss and a bitch so was that a vote for the war mage oh yes all right i'll vote for the war mage uh but i'm still voting for link because if Link can't die, then that means technically no, he doesn't No, he does lose. die multiple times. Read the canon. But he comes back. He's like Yeah, Jesus. but he does, still doesn't know his shit. Yeah, but it he doesn't is- matter because this is just one fight. Link loses the fight. He loses the fight. He's fucking dead, bro. But he's like Jesus. He revives. He's not like Jesus. He revives. He doesn't, save the, he doesn't save the world. He always saves the world. Negative. Read it. I'm not joking. They released the actual shit. And in multiple arcs, he's fucking dead, and it sucks. But that's how they wrote it, so that's the character you get. <laughs> I'm still voting for Link. Fuck you. Don't be a pussy, Brew. Uh, Chris? Don't be an American. I'm not an American. Uh, I I think that the, the War Mage has got enough about him to hold Link off long enough and and take the win. I don't, I don't think that Link has got enough firepower to take him out. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jason. Um, ooh, uh, I, I kind of want to uh, vote for Link just because he's a character that I'm actually familiar with and I never played Orcs Must Die. But because I'm familiar with Link, I also know his weakness, which is that he gets way too distracted by Ganon kidnapping a princess over and over and over again because he's got total Mario syndrome. So, uh, if War Mage doesn't kidnap a princess, Link's just kind of, I don't really care. And that gives War Mage the advantage of surprise. So, War Mage. And War Mage is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. Ooh, it's a hard one for you. It's Gandhi versus Duke Nukem. I don't know if that's a hard one for me. Because Duke Nukem has one rule. Always bet on Duke. Gandhi may have nukes but if you played forever you know duke survives a nuke because he ain't fucking around gandhi's gonna be like oh i killed him and then duke's gonna say guess again and he's gonna freeze him fucking shatter his ass no even better gandhi's gonna be chilling out on the teleporter pad duke nukem jumps on there telefrags him and he gets blown to bits as duke's covered in gandhi guts oh hell yes now that's a fanfic i'm ready to play 
I don't think teleporter pad has ever been a technology in civilization. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's real in Duke, and we're crossing it up. Fucking, you know Gandhi would get that shit if it was there, so he could rule over all his little city-states that he runs. He'd say, give me the teleporter pad. Give me the teleporter pad. And the Duke would say, damn, I'm good. I'll vote for Duke Nukem. Blow it out your ass. Uh, but Gandhi is sexist and racist. I'm talking about the uh, real Gandhi. He didn't like the darkies. And he didn't like women. And he liked forcing ladies to have cold water enemas. Yeah. So I'm talking real Gandhi. You can't talk real Gandhi. We're talking about Siv Gandhi. Yeah, but... Siv Gandhi can also sometimes be racist. (laughs) Okay. Okay, then. Maybe Siv Gandhi. But um, Duke Nukem uh, can be the guy who... Like chose not to eat for quite a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Duke Nukem. Uh, Chris said on Duke. Uh, Gandhi, he could easily beat Qbert, um, but I I think that that Duke's speed, his maneuverability, and the fact that he doesn't have to wait and push enter to wait to the end of the turn before he can attack Gandhi probably get him the win. Gandhi will always be limited by the by the fact that you have to wait at the end of your turn. Uh, so Duke takes the win. A vote for Duke Nukem. Jason. No, you, you, you guys are totally wrong, because this is the way that Gandhi works. Gandhi likes to play the pacifist thing for like most of the game until he invents nukes. So what Gandhi does is Gandhi just starts playing off the fact that Duke Nukem is a total warmonger and then gets all of the nations of the world to think that Duke Nukem is a warmonger so that they all go to war against Duke Nukem. And Duke Nukem's not going to fight off the armies of the entire world. And then, you know, when he's beaten and broken and battered, then Gandhi just drops a nuke on him. Gandhi. A vote for Gandhi and Dan. Um, pretty, pretty impressive argument for Gandhi there. However, I don't think that's true. Uh, I think that if Gandhi had gone up against anyone but Qbert last round, I don't think he would have made it. So, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Forever moving on. <laughs> We're on to our next fight. Why does that kill you so much, John? Because it's such an awful reference. <laughs> Fifteen years of reading magazines that are all like that. Like fucking <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever returns to the PS3 and it's like, no, dude. No. But you, you got them jokes. We're on to our next fight. It is the Roman Roman Centurion from uh, uh, Alter Beast versus James Earl Cash from uh, Manhunt. And uh, I think the reason the Roman Centurion is actually dead to begin with, the rise from your grave part, is because uh, James Earl Cash killed him. And and, and, uh, I want to say he took, uh, didn't he have barbed wire? Like a barbed wire choking, like, garrot? I think he did. You could get uh, razor wire. You could get uh, piano wire. Yeah, I think he's going to go with the the razor wire. Just like (laughs) choke him and kill him that way. Choke him? No, you got to charge that shit up, bro. You got to get the full red execution. So you just saw his goddamn head off with it. Then you keep the head as a distractive item. Okay, I'll do that. But then Zeus makes him rise from his grave, and then he becomes the altar beast, and then he eats cash. So I don't know if he could without his head, though, because we already talked about it getting sawn off. It doesn't matter. I'm still voting for the Roman centurion. <laughs>
Chris? I think you've got, you make a good point. Cash can kill the Roman centurion over and over and over again, and he'll just keep rising from the grave until Cash dies of old age and the centurion wins the fight. Another vote for the Roman centurion. Jason. Right. This infinite lives stuff is starting to become kind of bullshit. The bottom line is Cash won the fight. So Cash wins. So basically what you guys are arguing is Cash wins an arbitrary number of fights until Centurion finally gets lucky or Cash gets lazy and tired and wins. And you guys are voting for the Centurion? Like he loses an infinite number of fights and then wins one. And so it's Centurion? Yep. Yep. I mean, that's stupid and crazy. Yep. Yep. It's America this for is, you. This is geek illogic. Yeah. Uh, it's most of the time. But I take it you're voting for cash? Yeah, I'm voting for cash. Okay. Uh, Dan? Uh, yeah, I'm with Jason on that one. That, that That's geek illogic, and I really like that term. So I'm going to go with cash. Another vote for cash. It is all tied up. Who takes the win, Josh? Oh, this really is hard for me because I do love Altered Beast, but James Earl Cash will always have a soft spot in my heart as the motherfucker with the heart of gold. So I'm going to have to vote for the Manhunter. And James Earl Cash is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Uh, Chris, this one is yours. It is Pyramid Head versus Batman. <laughs> uh, Batman is all about the, the the psychological thing, especially in the Arkham City games where you're driving fear into everyone and causing a panic and then dropping down and taking people out and stealth and stuff like that. But none of that works against Pyramid Head. He just keeps coming after Batman, coming after Batman until to the point where Batman just can't take it anymore and shoots himself in the head. Yeah. Batman's greatest weakness is this sense of like guilt about his parents dying. And whenever somebody throws that in his face, it like paralyzes him. The whole point of Silent Hill and Silent Hill 2 and Pyramid Head in particular is that that's exactly what the town does to you. It takes your greatest weaknesses and it manifests them in reality. So this is like the scarecrow dust like amplified a million times against Batman. Batman collapses under the pressure of Pyramid Head and the town of Silent Hill and never comes out alive. Pyramid Head all the way. Batman always beats his fear. No, he doesn't. Uh, Dan? I would love to see this fight. It would be pretty fantastic. Uh, I don't think Pyramid Pyramid Head would be able to beat Batman because he's supposedly a manifestation of Batman's fear, but Batman never really feared anything that had a Pyramid Head, as far as I'm aware. And since if we had put Silent Hill instead of Pyramid Head, then yes, the town would have manifested something that Batman feared, like his parents getting killed. And that might have driven him to insanity. However, we have Pyramid Head, which is a very specific manifestation, and one that does not necessarily apply to Batman. Therefore, Batman would be able to find a way to overcome it and not be succumbed to the fear of Pyramid Head. A vote for Batman. Josh? Hey. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Pyramid Head's a bitch, and if you vote for him, then you're a witch. Know what we do with witches? We burn them at the stake. So all I'm saying is, fuck them up. So a vote for Batman? 
forever. Nice. I mean, returns. Oh, vote for Batman. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. I'm the one that put Batman on the list. But yeah, Pyramid Head. There's there's no way that Batman can beat Pyramid Head. Uh, physical manifestation. If it's an actual dude, it doesn't matter. How does Batman hit him and hurt him? He can't. Batman's just a regular fucking dude. He has uh, the weakest fucking weapons in the world. He's going to throw a battering at him. People shoot this motherfucker and it doesn't do anything, goddammit. Uh, yeah, Batman gets sliced in half by Pyramid Head. Yeah, the whole point of Pyramid Head in the game Silent Hill 2 is that he cannot be defeated until the protagonist overcomes and forgives himself for his fear and his guilt. The whole point of Batman is that he cannot forgive himself for this guilt and fear. Otherwise, he would stop being Batman. There we go. However, I've watched a video of some guy fighting Pyramid Head, and all he had to do was run into the corner and then run into the other corner when he got But that only works because the main character has overcome his sense of fear and guilt, and so Pyramid Head can no longer torment him. The point is that Batman is never, ever, ever going to overcome this. Don't be scared. Batman uh, does not feel fear and guilt. He does what he does to protect others from having to go through it. He has beaten that here. I'm Batman. And Batman takes the loss. Uh, Pyramid Head is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Plus, Pyramid Head's actual video game character. Batman isn't. <laughs> I'm Batman. Next fight is yours, Jason. It is uh, Kirby versus Starkiller. Um, well, I mean, the simple argument would be that Kirby just eats Starkiller and then gains all of his powers. But I'm not even sure that Kirby has the opportunity to do that because Starkiller has access to the Force. So he'll just be like, this is not the Starkiller you're looking for. And then cut him in half with a lightsaber. A vote for Galen Merrick. Dan? Yeah, Kirby doesn't stand a chance. He's just a marshmallow compared to a guy who fought, you know, Darth Vader and the Emperor and can can move Death Stars. Yeah, Kirby's Kirby's gone. A vote for Galen Merrick. Josh? I'm going to have to go with Kirby on this one, mainly because he gets cut in half with that lightsaber. You got two little Kirbys, and they're, they're, they're about to just fuck in the streets, and then you got two with superpowers, and you got all sorts of crazy schlit happening. It's going to be nuts, and it's going to be sweet. But either way, Starkiller's eaten, and you got Two OP Kirby's just tearing it up. You got more of them coming, and then you got all sorts of other crazy shit, and that's that's the way we do it. Uh, vote for Kirby. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the latest ver- version of Kirby can't die. In at least in the game, you don't die. You, you never die. Kirby is immortal, and I believe that he could eat Star Killer. All he would do is. <gasps> Do that inhale thing and eat him and steal his powers and then become overpowerful Kirby. And I'd rather deal with overpowered Kirby in the next round than have to continue to talk about the horrible overpowered uh, Galen Merrick uh, from the the uh, Force Unleashed games. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Kirby uh, swallowing uh, Galen Merrick, g- gaining all of his powers and shitting out the uh, the corpse of Galen Merrick. So uh, Kirby. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Chris. Which one takes the win? I think the super overpowered 
Galen Marek would be able to take out Kirby without too much of a problem. Uh, chopping him in half might not work, but what if you zap him with the Force Lightning or just push him off a cliff? Many, many ways that Marek could take out Kirby. So Kirby he takes the yeah. So can Marek. Uh, not really. I mean... Uh, he, he can, kind of. He can float, I guess. He's like Buzz Lightyear in that regard. <laughs> but Galen Merrick, Star Killer, is into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Dan, this one is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. It is Sonic the Hedgehog versus Super Mario. Or just Mario. See, a battle of. Well, is it Super Mario? No, it's just Mario. It's Mario Mario. From the fucking movie. Oh, no. Nice. Oh. Man. <laughs> Bob That's not fair. You can't do that. <laughs> yep. This is video game character showdown, not horrible movie adaptation character showdown. Nope, it just happened. We just agreed. It's Mario Mario. Make the argument. Mario Mario. <laughs> oh, <Damn>. man. <laughs> I love that it's come down to Sonic versus Mario. Yeah, I think Damon pl- planned it that way. I didn't know that. This was the finals, though. Be much more epic. I don't know. I I played a lot more Mario than I played Sonic. Um, I don't I don't know who would win in a fight. Mario is always fighting little turtles that are walking around, and, and Sonic the Hedgehog is fighting robots that are trying to kill him. So, uh, I'll go with Sonic. Why not? Sonic. A vote for Sonic. Josh. Uh, I think these are both two franchises that should have died 20 years ago. And as such, I'm going to vote for the one I like a little bit more. I'm going to vote for Bob Hoskins. That's right. Super Mario. Regular Mario. Um, Mario Mario. A vote for Mario Mario. I love Sonic. He was one of my favorites. I, I loved. I, I my favorite was the uh, Dreamcast Sonic. I love that game. I, I don't know why. I just liked playing it. I was like, oh, it's in 3D. Oh, look at this. It's all weird angles and shit. But I, I liked Sonic a lot. But there's one thing that Sonic doesn't do that Mario does do, and that's kill. Mario kills a shit ton of things. He's indiscriminate about it. Hey, you're a little mushroom dude that's going to try and hurt me. I'm going to crush you. Hey, you're a, you're a, you're a turtle that's going to try and hurt me. I'm going to crush you. Hi, you're a, li- a living bullet. I'm going to kick you out of the air. Uh, you're you're a, a, a weird flower vine creature. I'm going to burn you out of existence. Mario is a fucking killer. He has no qualms about it. Sonic doesn't kill. Sonic destroys robots and turns them into fluffy creatures. He's actually releasing fluffy creatures, which is actually a very noble thing. But Sonic won't kill. Mario will cross the line and kill motherfuckers. And I think he would kill Sonic to save the princess. So I'm going to go with Mario. Uh, Chris? I think I think you make a very good point. I think, I think Mario has got a bit more of a, a killer edge to him. Than, than Sonic the Hedgehog, and that just slightly tips him over the edge for me and gives him the win. And Jason? 
Well, I just want to point out that this isn't necessarily a fight to the death. It's just who wins a fight. So, you know, Sonic could just beat Mario into submission. But I don't think that that's going to happen because we clearly established in the previous round that Sonic's specialty and the only thing that he does well besides running away from things is that he smashes robots to little bits. And Mario is not a robot. So Sonic doesn't smash him to little bits. Mario wins. Mario does not have a soul, though. You might as well call him a robot. Oh, also, um, if you read the manual for like Mario, Super Mario Brothers or whatever, all those blocks you're breaking are like town folk that uh, King Koopa transformed into blocks. So, as you're breaking those fuckers up, just think about that shit. You're Cold killing it. You're just buddy. blowing them POWs to bits to get your own perks. Yeah, uh, Mario is into the final four. On to our next fight. Josh, this one is yours. It is Dante versus the War Mage. Oh, oh no. Um, uh, um, I mean, you know, Dante is pretty good. Um, but I think since we didn't specify for this fight, it's going to be the War Mage versus Dante from the new video game. And that dude's a total puss in boots. So, no, actually, uh, we did specify Dante, parentheses, Devil May Cry, not Dante, parentheses, DMC, or not Dante, parentheses, Devil May Cry 2. What? Did we? No, yeah. that's the no, that's the new one, Devil May Cry. Yeah, technicality, it kind of says Dante, parentheses, Devil May Cry, not Dante, parentheses, DMC. That's, that's a Devil May Cry. That's a sweet game, though. And if that shit works for Batman, then that shit works for Dante. I guess you're right. Um... Yeah, I guess uh in you know, in a in a in a fight between the two. Um if Dante can get through all them traps, which I guess maybe he could, um, he'd probably probably beat the War Mage. Um, but you know, in my head I'm seeing it as he doesn't even make it through the traps because he's gonna be too busy eating pizza and getting blumpkins from his mom. Um, Are you confusing Dante with a ninja turtle? <laughs> Have you played Devil May Cry? That's like what he's doing in the start Ninja of the game. Turtles he's hanging out from their mom. <laughs> no, no, no. But Dante does eat pizza. He's he's eating a week old pizza. Yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're right. He does. <laughs> and the, and then his milfy mom shows up, and he's like, "I'll go to the castle with you." <laughs> so you're voting for the War Mage? Yes, uh, I'm voting for Dante because he gets bumpkins from his mom. <laughs> his ghost mom from his ghost mom Chris I can't talk you, you're gonna have to Dante <laughs> he's dead Jim another vote for Dante uh, Jason chalk another one up for Dante <laughs> Dan Dante and Dante, getting blumpkins from his mom, is moving on into the next round, into the final four. We're on to our Oedipus, next fight. Oedipus Complex always wins. Dante. I think it was the Blumpkins. I, 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 I'm proud Definitely of them. Definitely the Blumpkins. Oh, the Blumpkins. Uh, for those of you that don't know what a Blumpkin is, a Blumpkin don't is... Don't say it! Don't. Yep, say it! <laughs> unveil, <laughs> unveil the secret. Reveal the Just truth. look it up. The pictures will be much better. There, yeah. there, there, there's don't no the, pictures. Don't look at the pictures. Okay, uh, anyway, we're on to our next fight. It's Duke Nukem versus, uh, what is it? Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh no, uh, uh, James Earl Cash. And you know he's a serial, uh, uh, what is it, a, uh, serial killer or is he a mass murderer? 
or an assassin. They don't ever um, explain why he was in death row. No, no, no. He has three names. Uh, all assassins have three names. John Wilkes Booth. Uh, what's that one guy? Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, the guy that killed James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. See? The guy that killed um, uh, fucking, what's his Mark face? Mark David Chapman. Too. Yeah, Dave, Mark David Chapman, my See? main dude. So he's he's obviously some kind of he killed some kind of high uh, uh highly loved person. And oh, but Duke Nukem is not loved. He is loved. No, 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 not loved like that. Not I loved mean, for being I, a good person. Yeah, humanity basically puts up with him because he saved the Earth. Right. There, there's That's what they make clear in Duke Nukem forever. Yeah, president. he's like Captain Kirk. They're like, Duke, do not get involved. We appreciate all you've done for us, but don't help us with this. And they would send Cash out to make sure Duke doesn't, and Cash would silently, quietly walk up behind him. He'd take a baseball bat, and he'd raise it up. He's going to hit him. He's about to come down. And then Duke Nukem turns around and shoots him with like a fucking grenade launcher or something and kills him. Sorry, Cash. A vote for Duke Nukem. Chris? I, I think that Cash would be able to put up a hell of a fight, and I think that this would be a brilliant contest to watch. But Duke Nukem is Duke Nukem. He has always got a bigger gun. He will always get the win in this sort of fight, so he's going to beat Cash. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter, because Cash's thing is that he goes sneaks up behind people and assassinates them, and... Duke Nukem's probably just going to be sitting on the john, like, reading a porno or something like that, and then Cash is just going to slither up behind him and slit his throat with garrot wire, and Duke isn't even going to have a chance to reach for one of those overpowered guns, because that's, like, the whole point of the Manhunt game. And also, I want Duke Nukem out of this, because he should have gotten the his shit nuked by Gandhi anyway. A vote for Cash. Dan. Yeah, James Earl Cash really just has to wait till the hot chick walks by, and then Duke Nukem's distracted enough to, you know, get his throat slit or whatever. A vote for Cash. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Josh. Maybe I know. You didn't hear the first rule of Duke Nukem. What's that? Always bet on Duke. Well, then hold on. Let me let me cue up the theme song. I'm gonna start blaring it. No, 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 please don't. It's fine. You don't have to do that. You voted for Duke Nukem, correct? Hold on. Hold on. I got what? it. I found it. I have it on my computer. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. 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 Listen to that. Bitchin' Mitty. My equalizer is going crazy because of the low-ass bass on there, but you always got to bet on Duke. Duke Nukem is forever moving on. He's into the final four. And uh, we're on to our last fight of the of this round, last spot in the final four. Chris, this one is yours. It is Pyramid Head versus Starkiller. I, I would love to champion Starkiller to go through, but uh, Starkiller's... One real, real weakness is is that he's haunted by the memories of what happened to him as a kid, and when he's cloned in the second one, which is just fucking terrible. When he's cloned in the second one, he's haunted by the memories of his first life. I think Pyramid Head has got such an angle on him that he's just going to wear him down. 
and Starkiller's going to die. A vote for Pyramid Head. Yeah, Jason. Pyramid Head. Just, Pyramid Head just got really, really lucky in the way that the brackets were configured, and that he happened to go up against all the people who he, you know, totally slits their Achilles heel whenever he gets to them. Because yeah, fatal flaw for Star Killer is you know guilt, and that's exactly what Pyramid Head feeds on. So Pyramid Head all the way. Another vote for Pyramid Head, Dan. Can't really argue with that. Uh, Pyramid Head's creepy as fuck. Doesn't matter how many Darth Vader's or Emperors you kill or fight and live to survive against. I mean, somebody's going after your psyche. There's not much you can do about it. Another vote for Pyramid Head. Josh. Gotta say, I still don't like Starkiller. Gotta say... Don't like Pyramid Head. If I had to see him, you know, doing it, I want to see Starkiller come out on top. That way, he can piss all over the universe some more. There you go. A vote for Starkiller. Um, so the way I see this fight going down is Starkiller is in the room with the guy and he does force lightning. And then, and then he tries to force push him, and you know none of that stuff is work. He throws a lightsaber at him, you know. It, it, it's just he's still coming. And then uh, Star Killer goes, "You know what? I love you, man." And he move, walks up, and 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 lifts up the pyramid head just a little bit, just find that mouth, and just starts making out with him. And he starts stroking Pyramid Head's cock. Just like, and Pyramid Head is so taken aback by that that Star Killer takes the win. I don't think Pyramid Head has a cock. Uh, he I, does, yeah, because there's all that fan art of his giant dick. Let me find some for you. No, no, he he doesn't. Nope, nope. Yeah, because he's fucking that uh, chick in the one. Yep. No, he's not. I'm d- I'm, yeah, I'm, dude. I, he, he, Pyramid Head's totally raping that bitch. It's in Silent Hill too. He's fucking. No, you, well, you're probably thinking of raping mannequins and monsters, but again, there's no physical contact because there's nothing there. Anyway. It's just implied rape. He was rubbing his cock. Rubbing his giant pyramid, pyramid dick. Yep. And that also has a pyramid head. Um, but Is it an uncut pyramid head? Of course so. But pyramid head is into the final four. I, I like how Jason was fighting. Like, no! Like, no. Pyramid head had already won. It won on Dan's vote. No, I'm just correcting errors in people's understanding of the characters. Oh, it's not an error. I am making up this fight, and Pyramid Head has a a big fucking Pyramid Head cock in this fight. Yeah, just click the link. Check out Pyramid Head's big old dong. Click it. I'm not clicking it. (laughs) Click it! I'm not clicking it. Just click it! Yeah, fan art is not in the game. Anyway. That's, That's in the game. We are at the final four. It is Mario versus Dante and Duke Nukem versus Pyramid Head. Uh, Jason, this fight is yours. It is Mario versus Dante. Uh, well, Dante probably kicks Mario's ass, uh, hands down. But um, Mario is just so damned persistent. You know, he just keeps coming back, just keeps coming back. And if Dante is the, the only reason that these two would be fighting to begin with is if Dante is in between Mario and Princess Peach. And Mario doesn't let anything get between him and Princess Peach, whether he's getting any action from her or not. So Mario finds a way 
to get past Dante and jumps on his head and KOs him or something, uh, Mario wins this fight. Uh, vote for Mario. Dan. Yeah, Mario would definitely come up with something, even if it was the stupid little water gun and start squirting him in the face. He doesn't like that because he's a son of a demon and runs away and cries about it to his mom and gets some more blumpkins. So definitely Mario winning. Another vote for Mario. Josh. I'm going to have to give it to my boy, my my boy Dante. Here's here's how it goes down. He says, hey, Brew, you're Italian. Let's eat some pots of pizza. And then they start hanging out. And then know what Dante says? It's morphin' time. And he unlocks the devil trigger and fucking uses the fucking limit break dash thing. Screws right through him. And then know what it says? Do, 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 do. Game over, bitch. A vote for Dante. Uh, all right. So see, here's how I see it going down. Mario walks in the room, and then there, well, it walks into the bathroom, and then there, on her knees, is uh, Princess Peach giving uh, uh, Dante a blumpkin, and he's like, "Oh no!" And then he shouts, "Now, Princess!" Because you know this was actually a planned thing. He he was he's like he's totally cool. Just don't fuck him. You can suck his dick. Uh, just don't fuck him. And, uh, and, and she goes, crunch, and crunches down on his cock. And, and then Dante's like, ah, oh, my balls! And then the princess spits out his cock across the room. And then Mario takes a fireball, is like, Hadouken! And hits him right in the chest and throws him through a wall. And then Dante gets up and is like, fuck you! And then throws his sword right through Mario's head. And then goes back to, uh, well, puts his penis back on and then starts fucking Princess Peach. So Dante takes the win in that one. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one takes the win? I don't think that Mario has got anything that can stand up to what Dante can throw at him, whether Dante has got a penis or not. So Dante will take the win. And Dante is into the finals. Who will he face? Dan, this fight is yours. It is Duke Nukem versus Pyramid Head. Huh. I don't know how this fight would happen. Uh, Duke Nukem would probably throw a lot of firepower at Pyramid Head. And it wouldn't do anything. Pyramid Head would be all like, ooh, I'm dark and spooky and I'm going to try to slash you. And Duke Nukem would dodge. And it'd probably just end in a world of death surrounding both of them. As they're standing there, Glaring into each other's eyes. And then... And Mr. Uh, Rogers wins with his bloodstained sweater. Precisely. Vote for Mr. Rogers. Does that work? It will for the moment. A vote for Mr. Rogers. Uh, Josh. Alright, so everyone up until this point has had spooky issues where they're big gay babies and they need to get over their fear before they can defeat Pyramid Head. Duke's not afraid of shit. He is not afraid of anything. He killed a robot Santa Claus. Look it up. It's canon. There's nothing he's afraid of. He doesn't have any mental issues. And that's it. Pyramid Head can't beat him because he's not a bitch. You always bet on Duke. Uh, vote for Duke Nukem. Yeah. Um, 
as far as I can tell, Duke Nukem doesn't have any issues or regrets. Like, oh, uh, other than I regret not fucking that broad. Like that that is Duke Nukem's list of regrets is women he did not bang. That, that's yeah. that, that's it. Like I I don't see him feeling guilty over anything or having any remorse or any kind of fear when it comes to Pyramid Head's superpowers are, are all based on fear and regret and remorse and things like that. And uh, he has, you have no power over me, is what he would shout at him, <laughs> like at the end of Labyrinth. And uh, Duke Nukem <laughs> takes the win on that one. Chris? Yeah, I think I think the the, uh, the reasoning so far is, is something I'll go along with. There's there's no in for Pyramid Head with Duke. He he's a sociopath. He has no regrets. He has no remorse. He has nothing that Pyramid Head can get a grip on. So he nullifies Pyramid Head's superpower straight away and just blows him away. And you are all horribly wrong because Duke's one glaring flaw is his own sense of masculine inadequacy, which is why he has to overcompensate so enormously with everything else. And that is the end Pyramid Head takes. And that is why Pyramid Head cuts that Duke Nukem bastard's head off. Dan, do you have anything else to say? Nah, I still vote for Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers in a bloody sweater. But Duke Nukem is into the finals. We've got Duke Nukem versus Dante. Dante. Uh, uh, Josh, that is yours. Said it before, and I'll say it again. Always bet on Duke. Here's what's going to happen. Dante shows up. Sure, he's got his demon powers, and he's got his leather jacket, but here's here's how it goes down. He's He starts shooting his little guns. Duke says, uh-uh, bitch, shrink ray. Then once he's teeny, here's what he does. Steps on him. And then fucking Dante starts to regenerate. Know what he does? Fucking expander. Just starts blowing up the goo that's coming back together. So that explodes everywhere. And then all that liquid that's everywhere fucking starts freezing it. And then know what he does? He jars up all that shit. Keeps it in his fucking fancy casino hotel. And then he drinks it. Because he's a sick son of a bitch. And know what else he does? Uses Dante's blood goo as, as lube. For Dante's mom lover. Uh, vote for Duke Nukem. Damn. Uh, Duke Nukem is not going to win this fight. At least not if I have anything to say about it. Uh, Duke Nukem is just a dude. Uh, he has no real special powers. He has lots and lots of guns. Special powers? He's on steroids. Yeah, okay. Steroids, fine. He's, hey. He's amped up a little bit more than a regular human. Dante is he can Dante, jump the chain link fence, bro. Through it, Dante That's superpower. Dante is the son of the devil. Am, am I am I am I wrong in that? Yeah, I, I'm, no, Sparta. you are not wrong. He's the you son of the no, devil. He's the son of Sparta, not the devil. Oh yeah, you're right. Sparta like, doesn't Sparta's matter. Well, I think that, I think he was the grandson. I think Sparta was like a demonic uh, offspring, matter. and then he's yeah, a so demon. He's grandson. a fucking demon. With magic and guns and swords. A demon with magic guns and swords. Not just guns, not just swords. Magic guns and swords. Plus, he likes getting blumpkins from ladies that look like his mom. So I'm going to vote for Dante. Ladies that are his mom. Oh, it was his mom? Fine. No, she's not. She's totally his mom. Chris? He's sucking them titties. 
I think that Duke Nukem is one badass dude, but Dante has got better superpowers and he is a motherfucker. I, I'm going to have to go with Dante. Just the, the extra attacks that he could, he could put out on Duke would, would seal the win. Another vote for Dante. Jason. So are we at now two to one for Dante? Maybe. Okay, uh, well, uh, so apparently Duke Nukem's superpower is that he's on steroids, and that's the thing that's been giving him the advantage it's for all these rounds. superpower. So, so what the heck was stopping Gandhi from just using steroids and beating the shit out of Duke Nukem and then nuking him into oblivion? Dante. Y- y'all don't get it. His superpower is always bet on Duke. He's like fucking Han Solo for no so, reason other than he's I- I'm sorry, himself. but I, I cannot... I cannot vote for some dumbass lame character from a dumbass lame game that made a sequel ten years later that nobody really actually wanted and was just a running gag in video game history. Duke Nukem's a joke. Nobody takes him seriously. He doesn't even belong in this round. He shouldn't even have gotten past the second bracket. Well, I'm changing my vote to Duke Nukem. It is all tied up. And it comes down to you there, Dan. Which one is going to take the win? Of course. I feel like this happened to me last time, too. Tied up in the final round, and it all comes down to me. Ah, jeez. Either way, I'm going to make enemies. But I don't think that Duke Nukem could possibly be the son of a demon who single-handedly stopped an invasion of the human world from all sorts of other demons. Uh, Yeah, Dante. I don't have much else to say about it. Sounds like you're not betting on Duke. You gotta always <laughs> bet on Duke. And Dante <laughs> is the winner of the video game showdown. But of course we are wrong because Kirby should have won this shit. Kirby OP with Star Killer's powers and Pyramid Head's powers and Duke Nukem's powers would have been fucking crazy. But no, no, because no, th- then the straight line Tetris block just falls down from the sky and wins the game for us and is the true winner. Oh, we should have had Tetris block. That would have been sweet. <laughs> and then Fat Princess turns it into a piece of cake and eats it. And then Blumpkins for everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug, uh, Chris? I did, but you made me say it all during Geek Cred. Say it again. Plug it. Uh... Uh, listen to Chris Reeds and give me some uh, Chris Reeds ideas because the well is dry at the moment so I need things to read no matter how horrible they are and I'm sure they will be Um, also I'll put it up on Facebook or somewhere like that I just appeared on the 10 Forward podcast talking about Star Trek and other cool stuff so I'll put a link up you check that out thank you Uh, Jason uh, no, not really. Just, uh, my blog, which I already mentioned before, megabearsfan.net. I'm sure the link will hopefully be in the description for the episode at some point. No, probably not, but I think it's on our website. Oh, all right. Well then, yeah, there you go. Uh, Dan? I've got podcasts, um, silly ones like Mainframe Chronicle, where we talk about the 90s show reboot that nobody's ever seen. Uh, Cinemasters, which is a movie review podcast, and Rogue Arrow, which is a review show of the CW's Arrow. 
You can find that one at rogero.blogspot.com and go there to find links to the other ones. Thank you very much. And the last time for this month, because Josh month is now almost over. Josh, what do you have to plug? I got all sorts of shit to plug. First, you gotta, you gotta friend me on Friendster. Second, MySpace. Third, Twitter. Fourth, YouTube. Fifth, XCOM, bro. We're versing. Seventh, you gotta add me on Steam. Ninth, you better find me at the Waffle House. I'm gonna be eating some dinner, bitch. Was that it? No, I actually have a couple more that I do need to plug real quick. Okay, so on top of all those great plugs, you can um, you can find me on the Something Awful forums. Um, add me to your friends list. I'll PM you. Um, you can also get me over at at uh, at the old um, the website on uh, jvvinsider.com. If you want to subscribe for exclusive updates, just fourteen ninety five a month um, for exclusive updates into my life. And uh, you can find me find me on geekfights.edu, uh, where I'm teaching people how to geek fight for just eighteen ninety five a month. Um, you can also find me on Minecraft. I think the username's J Van Valkenberg. You can also hit me up on Battlefield 3. I don't play it anymore, but if you want to add me on there, maybe when 4 comes out, we'll play. You can also hit me up on on uh, The Witcher 2, single player, but you can still ask me about it. Um, you can also hit me up on on uh, on other things. Um, beep me if you want. I got a beeper going for the fans. You can, uh, you can add me on Skype if you want to chit-chat. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you again. Keep fighting the geek fight. Uh, for your right to party. <laughs> check Don't out our forget friend. about MCA. One of the best Beastie Boys. He'll be back. If you want to play NBA Jam. PSN or Xbox. I have it for both. And uh, there you go. So zodcomplex.farce. And there you have it. All right. Uh, check out our friends, dvdgeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Uh, they also have a merchandise website, which is called Bye Bye Robot. Check out stuff there and the Rock Profile Files. Uh, Inappropriate Conversations is a web, uh, is a uh, podcast that Greg Blanchard does. It's pretty cool. Give it a listen. Uh, also, check out the Solus Minions of Orthodoxy, Commentary Track Stars, and Mission Log, a Roddenberry podcast. Uh, special thanks goes to Karen. Uh, being our web presence, check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr and uh, the Chris Mitchell. He created the, the, the Geek Fights Wikia and Christy Woke to help flesh it out. Uh, you can play on there too. Uh, you can ask them about it. They'll, they'll actually put you on there. And who could forget Mr. Jared Formby and his amazing intros? Uh, check him out at www.heystartrek.net uh, and on Twitter at super underscore. Mike? You can find me on the Weekend Geek video show on YouTube where we preview new comics every Wednesday. You can check us out at geekfights.net where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, links to our wiki, our Facebook page, and our Tumblr. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. 
do something with us on Xbox Music. I, I honestly don't know that we actually exist there. And, li- <laughs> and like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or uh, on Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. Uh, that's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Uh, our upcoming fights are, I said the, the same fights last week. It's, uh, Best Doctor and, uh, what do you call that? Damn it, Jim. Well, he'll, he'll probably be on the list. And, uh, Gene Hackman versus, uh, 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 uh Kane, the wrestler. No, Michael Kane. Any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Say it, Josh. Keep fucking the geek fuck. Oh! Good night. Yeah, good night. Dante. Tell them I'm coming. It is snowing like a motherfucker here. No, it's not. Aha! Neg, 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 negatory. Whoa, what? <laughs> you went Rick Santorum on us there. I did. I didn't. <laughs> I I'll let you know that it's no deal. Negatory. No can do. Negatory. That's still my all-time favorite Rick Sand. Like he lost. We need to whole- get that nit black person. No. <laughs> he did. He saw. No. As soon as he it, right after he said Nick, he went America. <laughs> he did go America. That was the next word out of his mouth was America. He went uh, the socialist, uh, leftist, communist. Hate the government. N- N- America needs. America needs. <laughs> that was so amazing. He called the president a nigger and then was like, uh. He called him a nig. You're right. It could have like been in Blazing Saddles. Well, it, it, the sheriff in is, his, uh, the sheriff defense, is a nig. I bet that earned him a lot of votes. Uh, obviously not. because he's Well, I mean, it also earned him a lot of not votes, but I, I think he won a lot of votes from people who were like, yeah, the president is a nigger. Yeah. Well, a week well, after that, he dropped out. Well, he wasn't going. He didn't win any votes from people who, who like would have voted for Obama, but right. he may have right. stolen some votes from some of the other Republicans. Yeah. That's yeah. He probably stole some that. Rick Perry votes with that one. Rick Perry was already out. <laughs>
Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, maybe the people who had, the Rick Perry people who hadn't decided ago. yet. Yeah, it, it, it was last March when that happened. Yeah, that's what I said. A million years ago. Jeez. Yeah. Did I uh, tell you about that bumper there sticker? There I saw? Uh, what bumper sticker? Uh, the uh, re renege. Yeah, don't don't renege. Yeah, don't renege. I've seen that. It's like awesome. It had like a fucking gorilla on it, and I was just like, "That's racist." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the fact that people are like, "No, no, that isn't really happening." It's like, if yeah. you've seen it, no, I've seen that. I've seen that bumper sticker too. I'm not talking about like on online. Seeing it online, you I saw it on a car, right? But seeing it online, you could chalk it up to that's not really the real world that we live in. That was something that one person saw in one place and then got spread across the internet. But when you see it in real life, which I have also seen it, and not the same one as Josh, and we live two miles apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when, you've, when you've seen it in real life, that means it's real. Not not like there's one fringe group. Like, no, there's a lot of people. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I saw it in real life, and it was on a car that also had bumper stickers about, like, you know, stone about how we need to stone all the gays and how abortion is murder. Oh, that's good. So it, hey. it was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was pretty serious. I've been taxed enough already, okay? What? Taxed enough already! <clears throat> for abortions? Yes! The government's paying for abortion on demand, and that n- American <laughs> is ruining our country! Uh, I'm so glad that none of this will make the blooper, Mike. Oh, it will make the blooper. No. Hard-hitting political satire for Josh Van Valkenburg month. Uh, anyway, let's America, our country is funny. Every, our fuel every country is just so funny. At least we're not eating yeah. as much horse as you guys. Everyone loves a horse. Yeah, to ride one. Like the queen. Oh! Uh, the queen hasn't ridden anything in a very long time. Except no, for I'm Prince Albert. High five. Prince Albert. What's the name? Uh, Philip, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Philip. Albert, is he in a can? You're no. All right, all right. Let's 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 jump back in. What do you think of that? Though? Is that a funny joke? No. Blumpkins for everyone. <laughs>